Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another car ride review. Uh, so we went and saw Incredibles 2 last night, and I thought I'd have a little chit-chat with you about what I thought of Incredibles 2, and what the family thought about Incredibles 2. Um, so we went out to the theater, you know, grabbed some popcorn, drinks, and sat down to watch a movie that has been, what, 10 to 14 years in the making. Um, and it's interesting because before the movie starts, all the voice actors come on screen, like, at separate times, and they're, they basically, like, apologize, and it's taken so long, and they explain why it takes so long to create a new one, and, uh, it was just, it was awesome. So, that was the cool, that was definitely a cool little part that they did, you know, having them basically sorry it took so long but it'll definitely be worth it so i thought it was a neat little touch on pixar's part um i'm gonna start with the short film that we you know we all know pixar does a little short film being of other movies so i'm gonna let me talk about the short film that started um that aired before incredibles 2 i don't remember the name off the top of my head it might have been bow i think it was bow b-a-o bow um, and it was weird. Uh, I, I understand where they were going with the concept, what they were trying to really get across to you, but man, there's a point in it where I'm like, what in the heck did I just see? I'm not going to spoil it for you. I'm going to let you enjoy that little shock on your own. Because, like I said, it was just, it's a super weird short for Pixar, you know? Take me back to the good old days with the old man playing chess with himself, you know, for his teeth. Or the little fat bird on the power line, you know? Take, take me back to those Pixar shorts, because, woo, that one, that one last night was just, it was weird. But again, it ends, and it's, it's got a good understanding to it. You know, you, you, you understand why the things that happened happened except for that one really weird part so but basically you know hopping right into Incredibles 2 you know the actual movie uh it kind of picks up I want to say probably within a month after or days or not even that after the last movie um takes place and overall it was a good movie. It was a fun movie. It was a predictable movie. And the villain was just kind of blah. You know, it was like a villain ripped off from a thousand other cartoons and TV shows and movies. And so it was just mediocre in the terms of being a villain. The story was kind of blah, you know, whereas I felt like Syndrome had a better story and like character arc. This villain was just kind of like, okay, I guess, whatever. You know, it just wasn't, it wasn't as impactful as like Syndrome's villain. So, but you know, we do get to see some new uh, heroes in this movie. You know, there's a whole cast of different um, like, I don't want to say like lower heroes, they're like less trained heroes, they're newer heroes um, that show up in this movie. Because basically the whole concept is 
You've got this rich guy who wants to help bring heroes back into the spotlight because his dad loved heroes. And so he's putting all this money and technology, him and his sister, into helping reinstate the good name of the hero. Whereas, you know, people were like, we don't want heroes, they cause too much destruction, yada, yada, yada. So the movie basically is really about Mrs. Incredible, uh, you know, Elastigirl, because she seems to be able to play the part of the hero She seems to be able to play the part of the hero without destroying a lot of stuff, whereas Mr. Incredible just kind of punches and smashes stuff until it doesn't work properly or he has somehow luckily solved the problem. But in the end, you know, his way tends to get billions of dollars in damage and sometimes stand uh, passerbys and, uh, you know, the standard common folk get hurt because he doesn't really think with any more than just his muscles. So that's the whole kind of arc of the movie. And then of course the villain doesn't want that to happen. It doesn't, they don't want uh, heroes to come back into the spotlight. They hate heroes, you know, so. If you're looking for a spoiler free review, that's about as spoiler free as you're gonna get. I will say going forward, I may actually talk about certain things that happen in the movie. You know, I'm not, this isn't really Infinity War. I don't think anybody's worried about spoilers, but you know, I'm just giving you that, that little heads up, you know? Didn't, you know, you don't wanna go into a podcast not realizing you're gonna find out that Guru dies at the end of Infinity War. Um, you know, or any kind of weird spoilers that really kind of ruin the movie for you, you know? You don't wanna do that. Han kills Beckett, Han shot first. So, just keep that in mind that we're going to be, you know, spoilers as we get into the, the rest of this podcast. But again, it's just a cartoon. Take it what you will. So, basically, in my opinion, this movie really relied heavily on Jack-Jack and him getting his new powers. And quite frankly, he's just this adorable little baby. The thing I kind of wish they would have explored more was, like, Violet and her dynamic of being a preteen or maybe she's a teen I can't remember if she's like 12 or 14 but exploring more her side of the story having these powers trying to fit in and I think her story would have made for a better movie and but that's just I mean that's just my opinion I I, I like her and I like Dash um, and I like Elastigirl I like Mr. Incredible to a point, like his powers are cool, but I I don't like the way they portray him as that standard 1950s dad who has no idea what's going on with his kids and how to raise kids. Now they kind of fix it in this movie because, you know, Violet ends up having issues with a boy and Dash is having issues with homework. And, you know, he steps up, he learns everything he needs to learn to help Dash with his homework, and he tries to help Violet with her boy issues, as unreceptive as she may be being a preteen or teenage girl. Uh, all while Elastigirl is off doing her thing, and, she's, and he's left there, you know, it's just him and the kids. You know, all that while he has Jack-Jack, who is this infant who is coming into his 
powers, not power, powers. You know, most people, they get one power or maybe two. Jack-Jack's got like 17 or 30. So it makes him a unique case and he can't really control him. So like one of his powers is he can multiply himself. One of his powers, he can walk through walls. One of his powers, he turns into a flaming ball of infer inferno-y fiery death. Uh, one of his powers, he turns into like this little pink demon troll. One of his powers lets him like enlarge himself to like this, kind of like the blob in um, in the X-Men comic books. He just becomes like this big squishy thing. Um, some of his powers make him super strong. He's got laser vision. Um, he's got a weird one where he sneezes, he launches off like a rocket. I don't know what's up with that one. So, you know, I have to say, they, they tried to fix that stereotype that they threw Mr. Incredible into, and to show that he was able to overcome it, and learn from it, and even be able to handle certain situations, um, up to and including, you know, a toddler with magic abilities. So I like that, and I like that Elastigirl took front and center in this one, and her fighting prowess and becoming, you know, the hero that we need to bring heroes back into the spotlight to show that not all heroes are rock-crushing, super-strong buffoons, I guess is the best way to really put it. So I, I liked that. Um, the villain was so predictable, though, I feel... A little surprised that she didn't realize who the villain was till it was too late. Uh, I don't. I find it kind of weird that the villain was able to get the upper hand on her because I just feel like Elastigirl's a lot smarter than that. And but I mean, you know, they need they need the movie to move along. They need plot. They need a plot pusher, and so that's what it's there for. Um, I will say at the end, it really ends up being the kids that save the day. And I enjoyed that part of it just as much as the rest of the movie, that it was the kids who, in the end, saved everybody else, all the, all the grown-ups and stuff. And, you know, and then the grown-ups could go do the heavy stuff that the kids couldn't do, which in this instance was like stopping a boat from crashing into a city. So, again, it was a good movie. It definitely wasn't better than the first one. But like I tell a lot of people going into stuff like this, you're not going to beat the first one because it was a it was a movie that was different from all the other movies you know it's the first official superhero family movie and in instances like that it's going to be very hard to beat it now i will say it's it is good though it's definitely a, su a fun summer flick um i will say that i have heard and have read online that there are some people up in arms because if you've got any kind of migraine um, uh, proneness to migraines due to light sensitivity if you've got a if you've got epilepsy or any kind of possibility of having seizures this really isn't the movie for you to see because there's certain aspects in this movie where there's these bright white black and like green colored lights and they're flashing and on a screen as big as a movie theater it's it's going to be really detrimental to a lot of people and I just don't think Pixar thought about that when they did this. You know, and that's that's not to say anything bad on Pixar. You know, when you're creating these special effects, you've only got so many things you can do with an animated movie. And so I can't really say that it's their fault 
I mean, it is their fault because they created it that way, but maybe they don't have anybody or know anybody in that situation where, oh, wait a second, let's think about people who have epilepsy. You know, I have a, I have a friend who's a, who's a YouTuber and her, um, her husband has, uh, I don't, I know she said he's prone to seizures because of light flashes and stuff like that. So, you know, this isn't a movie that he's going to be able to see. So it's just, it's, it's sad in that sense that there are some people that won't be able to experience because of that. But, you know, I, all I can really say to Pixar about it is, hey, you, you know, you, you should have thought about that. But again, like I said, if they didn't have, um, if they didn't have the anybody in their life that was affected by that, then it's not something that they really think about. And it, it, again, it does suck that they didn't think about it, but it's a risk you run into with situations like this because there are people that don't, they don't understand it from that angle. So I did end up talking to a lady today about it and she gets migraines due to light sensitivity. And so she's like, I can't go see it because of it. And I was like, that stinks. Um, so, but anyways, that's, that's honestly, that's the Incredibles in a nutshell uh, or the Incredibles two in a nutshell. There's some really good, funny scenes with Jack Jack. He really kind of carries the movie in the face of comedy and I feel like the kids kind of carry the movie in the sense of character arc. Um, but beyond that, I mean, it's it's just a fun movie. I wouldn't go back and see it again in the theaters. I'm sure we'll buy it when it comes out, and I'll watch it at least one more time after it comes out. But in the same sense, as much as I love the first Incredibles, I don't think I've seen it in a good six years. You know, whereas I could probably say I've seen Toy Story more recently, one, two, and three. So... I don't know. I don't know. You know, go see it for yourselves. If you want to wait till it comes out on DVD, Redbox, whatever, see you then. But, you know, let me know. Um, Leave me a comment. Let me know if you saw it. Let me know what you thought about it. Um, I'd really appreciate if you guys would share this podcast with your friends. If you're just now hearing it for the first time, I apologize. I didn't introduce myself at the beginning of this podcast. My name's Benson. Uh, I run a YouTube channel called, it's uh, youtube.com slash and stuff like that the picture is my face with the Gaston statue in the background um I really appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to this review like I said leave me a comment I love the comments I love interacting with people if you aren't on my if you aren't subscribed to my YouTube channel hop on over there check out some of my videos I do all kinds of stuff that's why it's called and stuff like that and uh check out some videos and see if you enjoy those videos and then um, subscribe if you want to subscribe. Hit the bells and whistles. Make sure you're watching. You know you can get the videos. Check me out on Twitter. Um, it's at Benson Calore. It's B-E-N-S-O-N-C-A-L-U-R-E. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I really hope you've you've uh, enjoyed this podcast. I hope you've enjoyed my take on the Incredibles 2 movie that just released this week. Love you guys. Till tomorrow.